This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Season 7, season 7, season 7, season 7, season 7. So, you know how I'm, uh, I'm prone to airing all my weaknesses on this show, right? Yes. yes. This is the uh, uh, Rubber Boots Podcast brought to you by our friends at BetSafe.net. So today I was in Oakville lovely Oakville. Uh, Brooksy and I had to run a couple of errands and uh, Brooksy wanted to get a, a latte on the street. Oakville is a nice town, by the way. Very nice, very nice main street. You can tell why Oakville is yeah. very shishy. And uh, so I walked into a bakery and there's a, a coconut cream pie. Oh, nice. And I just bought the pie. Oh, I just sat, I just sat in the car. They didn't have any utensils. So I just, he was eating the pie with my, with my hands. Wow. Wait, the whole pie? For well, I ate about three quarters of the pie. Oh my That's god! That's a like you were dipping your fingers in. Yeah, I was just like grabbing or? chunks of the oh, pie, and I wasn't really even hungry. It's just that the I'm very much a visual food person, and so mm-hmm. I saw the coconut cream pie, and I thought of yeah, Marianne yeah. and Gilligan's Island and all my and plus uh, in Turks and Caicos, you guys may remember at the uh, Coco Bistro they have a coconut cream pie. I think they I do. probably ate it, ate it with you guys because yep. I love coconut cream pie, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to know: is that okay? Is it okay for Jimmy to have a weakness or a breakdown like that? Just mangle a coconut cream pie with his with his hands in the in the car. So is that just oh. for that particular pie, or you see a piece of food and you must have it? Because that could be. A I, there is a visual like I should be four hundred pounds, really, because I, I will not be hungry at all. But I will see walk past something and then decide I have to have it. Mm-hmm. Can you go to the grocery store hungry? That's not a good idea, but I would. No, yeah, no, never a good idea. Never for a good idea. Never what is your idea. biggest weakness? What would you walk by that you'd ha- you would have to have um, that you needed like a, to have? Like at a grocery store or just in real, like a uh, restaurant? Yeah, no, like crack. You could do if you walk by a crack dealer, it could be crack for you, Puffy. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Uh, Duff's wings. Mm. Chicken wings. Duff's wings. Interesting. Mm. Lester? Um, it's more of a beverage for me. Coca-Cola. I, uh, really? I love this stuff. Yeah. Oh, I like Coke too. Yeah. You'll have, will you have the Coke Zero or the Diet Coke or all that crap? I've, I've tried the Coke Zero. It's not bad, but honestly, it, it, just have the original uh, or, or, or just don't bother. My, yeah, my I agree. Opinion. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, you, you might as well. I mean, aspartame is not a very good thing. And, you know, the new Coke Zero is, is good. It's closer to Coke, real Coke, but still. Coca-Cola. You know, uh, I want to say I was one sure. of the I was Coca-Cola. one of the few people I was one of the few people that liked the new Coke back with the new Coke. Came <laughs> right, like in the eighties, like yeah. Was that the eighties or the nineties? It was the eighties. That was the nineties. Was it? The I love. I love. I was a kid. I was. A, I was a kid when New Coke came. Out. Didn't you like young, the new Coke? No, it was terrible. It was amazing. You know what I hated Let's New Coke. Way. I don't think. But can I say this? I, I, I don't think they ever intended to change it. I think it was a masterful piece of marketing. That they because they created such a clamor for the old Coke, mm. and they had all this free advertising that they went back to the original. It's not that's a pretty pretty smart idea. Yeah, it's a, even at the time I thought it was brilliant, and I was really? a kid too. Yeah, do you know? Yeah. Uh, did you guys uh, were you guys into the pop shop? Yes, yes. loved it. So uh, we were at uh, some friends a friend's cottage in in Muskoka this summer, uh, probably coming up on an upcoming edition of a Jimmy Summer Adventures, and. Uh, uh, they had a uh, a big uh, pot machine for their grandkids and kids in in like the barn, and it was a pot. That's pretty and, awesome. And it, was, and it was full of pop shop, right? And I have 
I get a visceral reaction to pop shop because that was, we had one at our cottage and you know, the, the, the purple and the orange and the green and all the colors, right. Pop shop oh, was man. amazing. Okay. Yeah. I, I picked up a bottle and pop shop, a pop shop pop has, I'll get this wrong, but something like 89 grams of sugar. sugar. That feels real. Right? One yeah. pop shop will kill you. One no, pop shop pop come on. will kill you. No, it's a lot. It's a lot. Of sugar. That's like two teaspoons. <laughs> That's a matter. lot of freaking sugar. <laughs> it is love sugar. Anyway, uh, pop shop was a was a wonderful thing. It was a wonderful thing. Wink. I liked wink when I was a child. Did anybody ever drink wink? Wink that's was good. I, wink. No, that's what the, I, wink, wink was a kind of a lemon lime. That's my dad. My dad. That's all he buys. Is wink. Wink. I was a wink guy. <laughs> Off the market <laughs> a, or something. I, I haven't had it in years. But what about Fresca? Oh, oh, oh terrible. terrible. Fresca was awful. Fresca. Was yeah, awful. I like Fresca. You and I, stuff. Fresca. Fresca was awful. Stuff. Uh, we you you had to leave us there. So uh, is everything okay with your dog? Yeah, yeah, I think the uh, Amazon guy came and Miles wasn't too uh, happy. But, uh, that happens. Um, that. We're going to get to Buddha, by the way, in a second. I'm going to talk about my beloved Buddha uh, in just a minute. But stuff is, uh, is there anything that you can walk by that you have to have besides Nicole? <laughs> <laughs> the words ran out of my mouth. He's got to have her twice. <laughs> uh, I don't know. French fries. French fries are pretty... Interesting. Country. You and Brooksy. Not nice. Brooksy's fr- a French like fry girl. Really fresh, fresh French fries. Yeah, fresh exactly. Yeah. Not oh, soggy man. laying around, but yeah, nice chip truck no, no, side no. of the road. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Good truck good. good. Brooksy, yeah, you, you, know, you guys know how healthy Brooksy is, but she has yes. a big, big weakness for fries. McDonald's fries? fries? And no, she likes like a, you know, a shishi fry. That's, yeah. fry. That's, a, that's not really French fries. I'm yeah. talking, we're, we're t- Stoff and I are talking about like the grease, the bag, the bag is almost falling apart because of the grease. I don't think she'll do that. I don't think she'll do that. I don't think she'll do that. Find the right one, buddy. Uh, By the way, I was, uh, you know, we really should have a theme song for uh, things. Brooksy says, um, (laughs) wrote down a couple more this week, uh, mostly, mostly hockey related. So, um, I love the over the, the look over the shoulder. <laughs> uh, first of all, last night we were uh, we were watching some hockey. It was uh, uh, Ovi scored two more goals, and uh, and uh, the highlight came on, and uh, she said, "Is that Opie?" <laughs> close, close. You can't be serious. I'm not kidding. Oh, this one's even. God. This this one's even better. Uh, once a year, when I get my schedule. Um, Brooksy will take her. She still goes with the old school day timer and she will um, uh, write down everything in the day timer. And so she wants my entire schedule. She wants to know when Jimmy's working. So Jimmy will go through his entire year and mm-hmm. she'll just mark down. She doesn't mark down what game I'm doing or where I am. Yeah. She just marks down that I'm working. So she knows that she can have her boyfriend over or whatever. And <laughs> so uh, we get to like the end of April. And I'm like, and, and well, then I got, I, she's, I, I'm like, then I'll be working every night, Brooksy, because it's the playoffs, but so just put down every night or whatever. And she goes, well, what's all that part we just did? And I said, well, that's, that's the regular season. And she goes, six months. <laughs> and, I, and I go, yeah, it's, 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 it's 82 games. And she goes, the Leafs, the Leafs will be out well before that. So <laughs> like, actually, well, in fairness, this year, she's, she's not wrong. wrong. She's not wrong. She's right. But I mean, they do all have to play the 82, but see, it's not. <laughs> you just canceled uh, last 15. She's the well, best. Well, 
the, in fairness to Brooksy, they have not played all 82 the last couple of years. There has been maybe she's just maybe she's, she's just, just a little ahead she of knows. And in the playoffs, they barely played. So. <laughs> our friend, our friend Lester has a big hockey game today. So he's going yes. to be leaving leaving us early. Uh, Lester, do you want me to talk about Buddha, or do you want me to? Because I know I don't want to make you cry. Do you want to leave for that and maybe do through go through some of the other stuff and stops prepared Let's here? Let's go through some of the other stuff. I'm feeling a little emotional <laughs> today. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> First of all, uh, let's get to uh, things that I saw on the Twitter. Nice. Freaky pigs, strange chicks, world affairs, polar bears, fake news, nice shoes, big boobs, jack dudes, all of these things and more as I sat on the shitter. Things that I saw on Twitter. All right. So um, this one's not actually a thing I saw on Twitter. It's I read it on Reddit. Oh, oh, nice. Nice. Might need a new theme for that. Reddit on Reddit. It writes itself. No, no I no. didn't forget it. Well, nice. I read it on Reddit. And now I regret it. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> All right. So, are you basically, on the Reddit a lot? Are you on the Reddit a lot? My son's on the Reddit. Yeah, I, I don't, don't, Reddit I don't, I don't like do it. the Reddit. I don't understand I like Reddit. I don't even really know what it is. <laughs> See, for you know what? It's Feels funny. Like, is, it that, is that the dark web? I've, <laughs> I've realized that when it comes to social media, I, I prefer like the written ones over the visual ones. Like I, I don't oh, sit on Instagram God. too long. I don't I care for TikTok insane. at all. What? And, and meanwhile, like Twitter's my, Twitter's my thing. I like Reddit. So like for me, the socials are, you just waste so much time watching crap. I find like words I can skim through and find yeah, something. That you're, you've just described Puffy's entire life. <laughs> no, I understand, like, but that's. I don't know you right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Reddit's like more like art links to articles and things, right? Nah, it's just people posting different stuff. It's just but Reddit's got Reddit's it. got a lot of the conspiracy theory stuff. Yeah, that's where like the QAnon stuff starts. It's it's a whole lot of anything because basically there's threads for anything, so you can right. find stuff you like. Right. So yeah, you can right. find some crazy people on there, much like you can on any other site. I've done a couple of when when my books are out, the Reddit people ask me to do something called a AMA. A- AMA. Ask me, ask me anything. So I go on Reddit oh. for forty five minutes, and people ask questions. And <laughs> I did not always... think that's what that stood for. <laughs> <laughs> what, did you, what did you think it was? I thought it was something sexual. <laughs> of course he did. Because that's what a- you learned on TikTok. <laughs> exactly. Hey, TikTok's the best. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, Reddit, the uh, so astrology comment. I, I found this uh, post about a guy who uh, works at a place where they are obsessed. His coworkers are obsessed with astrology. And mm-hmm. he hates it. He thought it was stupid astrology to him doesn't mean anything. So in order to them. show them how mm-hmm. stupid it is, he decided to tell them he's actually a different sign than he was. So he told them he's a Leo. Meanwhile, he's not. Okay. And so every time he would do something, they would be like, oh, that's so Leo or whatever. And His overall payoff was going to be eventually like, well, you know what? I'm not a Leo. Mm-hmm. However, his boss is one of these, I guess, astrology obsessed people. And we, he's noticed that he's been getting better work. I guess he got a promotion out of this whole thing. So now he's kind of stressing as to <laughs> he he's basically living in fear that he might have his birthday exposed at some point, in, oh, that's awesome. you know, in a company database or like a happy birthday email or something. And they'll find out that he's not a Leo and that he's been faking it the whole time. Wow. So pretty funny dilemma. What would you do in his shoes? 
It sounds oh, like a, a sitcom. It sounds like a bit of a sitcom episode, or you could stretch it into a, you know, Drew Barrymore early two thousands rom com, which would so have been someone, awesome. Uh, someone in the comments section with Adam wrote Sandler. that it, it reminded them something George Costanza would do. Yeah, very much. I, so. I could kind of see this on a Seinfeld, whether it's him or Kramer or whatever. It's just you, you do something and it actually works in your favor, and now you got to keep up the line. So. It's like the opposite. It's, yeah. it's it's funny because me and my buddies used to have a line we would use all the time, and I don't know where we stole it from, but uh, somebody would do something and we'd be like, oh, Mark, always the wild and carefree Leo. I don't know where we got it from, but we'd always say that, which, <laughs> which was only funny to our friends, but we thought it was funny because we thought astrology was ridiculous as well. So I have a lot of respect for this guy, and I say, you know, just play it out as long as you can. I mean, and if you get caught, then you come clean. They can't fire him. The no, they can't, can't fire him. The boss can't come forward and say, well, I only gave you all this work because I thought you're a leader. He misrepresented himself. Yeah. Right? They could say that. Is he right. on the cut? It'll be interesting to find out if he's on the cusp of Leo somehow. Like, you know, right on the edge of the dates. I, I would guess he isn't because if you're trying to prove to these people that astrology. Lester, you're, an, you're a quirky artsy guy. You're a quirky artsy guy. Do you believe in astrology? Well, let's put it this way. That's a very Piscean trait, and I am Pisces. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> it's amazing that some people live like live by this stuff. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll tell you this. I I, uh, I am convinced that I I can't date Aquarius women. Wow, I'm not oh, kidding. You are into it. I'm, Why? Because they don't—they they don't have legs. They just have like one a tail. One-twelfth of our audience just got really disappointed. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. I, I just have bad experiences with Aquarius women for some reason. Why? Was, was Brandy a Capricorn? Brandy, Brandy is an Aries, actually. Uh, so, it's, but we're, we're both March babies, if you must okay, know. Okay, so why don't, why don't you guess what we are then? If you're Mister Astrology Boy, what are we? Yeah. Um, James, you are. He's Googling your birthday. No, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> You're a Taurus. I am a Taurus. <laughs> are you serious? Are you seriously a Taurus? Whoa! Mind blown! <laughs> that is insane. Seriously, that he called that. That's pretty Whoa. good. Okay. All right, Puffy. Stop. Okay, Puffy, what about Puffy? You're not going to find that on the Google machine in front of you, kid. No, exactly. He's looking, Are you a though. cancer? I well, people have said that, but <laughs> I, I am I am a Taurus. Only Taurus reviews. Okay, Taurus. Uh, That's why we get along so well, Puff. You and me were bulls. Bulls. We're bulls. men with horns. The bull market, baby. Seriously, Taurus is the coolest sign, whether you believe in astrology or not. Yeah, Taurus is the coolest. It's sign. the best. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm, are you a Pisces stuff? No. Okay. I'm, okay, a, can I'm a cancer, but I was You're giving off some serious Pisces vibes. <laughs> Why are you so well, Pisces, Doc? Why are you always <laughs> being so Pisces? Uh, on uh, on the TikTok, they said that uh, somebody was like, uh, astrology is just for hot girls to explain why uh, bad things happen in their lives. <laughs> uh, Lester, do you got to well, go play hockey? Fact, so. I do got to go play hockey, uh, but oh. I will just close this off by saying that it's not something that I absolutely 100% believe. But I, you know, I think I think there are, there is something to be said for 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 people who have different traits and stuff like that, okay. and, I, and I do take it seriously somewhat. So okay. hold on, say like the most beautiful woman you meet her, and she's single, and she's super into you, but she's what is it, Aquarius? Aquarius. You would like not go out with her? 
Well, well, no, I go out with her, but I, but I'm just saying that it that depends what phase the, the most beautiful woman I've ever dated in my life was Aquarius. It just didn't work out. But I'm, I'm not going to blow her off because she's Aquarius. Okay, you know. But you would never truly believe it's going to work out because of her sign. No, I wouldn't say that either. But I would definitely have it in the back of my mind. You know. Oh wow. <laughs> See, I mean, but meanwhile, I mean, my brother, my, my my brother, he's an Aquarius, so you know, I'm not dating my brother. But you no. know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's yeah. Just like, well, I would never, you know, it would never work out. <laughs> <laughs> Doomed from the beginning. All right, guys, okay. listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna go, but I'll, I will try to see if I, I is it possible? You think I could do this from a car? Maybe. Hey, or when you get to the rink, do it from the ice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a little camera on your helmet. I'll see what I can do. I'll see, I'll see what I can do. Don't worry, All right, guys. Uh, do it up. Lester, yeah, no we'll get puck deep, buddy. Get puck deep. Get puck deep. All right, guys. Yeah. I'm out. See you. <laughs> Let's make fun of him now for the rest yeah, of the, the pod. rest of the time. <laughs> Lester believes in astrology. <laughs> no, I mean I, I don't have any uh, opposition to people that believe in astrology. It's just I think oh. it's just it's a joke. Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, I just don't think I've ever given. But we respect thought. we respect Lester and any of our listeners who yeah. believe in astrology. We for sure, and you know, and any of the executives at BetSafe.net. If you believe in astrology, <laughs> so do imagine, we. Imagine we, the entire we the entire company is is all they believe in. <laughs> We're just carving it. Lester's doing a one man pod next week. The actual logo is a combination of Cancer, Aquarius, and. Stuff. <laughs> No. you're right i'm looking there's stuff out there in the world i don't understand how the world works and but i just i used to read the astrology in the paper because i could kick out of it but i always just found stuff so general that it can apply or not apply to everybody right yeah. you could read it you could write read any sign and find something right it's the yeah. magic just like those those psychics when they're doing readings on people they throw out stuff mm-hmm. your grand your grandmother died recently <laughs> Yeah, she did 14 years ago. Wow. She was old. She says she loves you. Wrong. She never loved me. I see a bike. There's something about a bike. I used to ride a bike. I ride a bike when I was a kid. Uh, uh, Continue on with things that I saw on Twitter stuff. Well, now that we've conquered astrology, uh, (laughs) let's head on over to the gridiron and, uh, college football where Mike Leach, uh, head coach of Mississippi State, did this interview at the end of the game. We talked about on the broadcast how you hate candy corn. What's your favorite Halloween candy game? corn? I mean, I completely hate candy corn. Um, <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, well, gummy bears, let's see. Uh, gummy bears for sure. Sour or regular? Uh, um, the, the, the hair bow. It's got to be the hair bow ones. And then uh, the other thing I like is uh, is when they used to have the the uh, sprees in a box, outstanding. You have to go to the dollar store to find it, but I do. And then the latest, the, the latest, you know, there's still candy innovation. Although a while back I found that Europe had better candy than we did overall, because <laughs> they have gummy everything. And then, uh, but the uh, um, the. Uh, you know, they have those Nerds Clusters, which is new. With the gummy. Yeah, which is good. The Nerds Clusters is good. And then if you go chocolate, uh, probably Almond Joy. Love it. Hopefully you'll get some of that next week. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Thanks, Coach. All right, thank you. All right, the man knows his gummy bears. The man I think knows uh, his Mike, candy. Mike Leach and I would have a lot of fun together. 
me. We just talk <laughs> football and smash candy. I like to do. I like to do a one on one with him at uh, the bulk barn. Yeah, I, 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 was, I was just <laughs> I gonna say, can... would you take a thousand dollars or a trip to bulk barn with Mike <laughs> Leach? My, I think I'd go with Mike Leach. I think we'd have a lot of fun. We have a lot in common. Uh, if our our listeners, you like watching Puffy work a bulk barn, is is it's like. Barry Sanders in his prime. Yeah. I'm it's seeing, unbelievable. I'm seeing holes it's, that people didn't know were there. It's unbelievable to watch. It's almost as unbelievable as watching him and O-Dog eat the entire giant bag from Hold on. There's a during lot one more. period. Pretty much the only one who doesn't dip into the bulk barn stash is you, Jimmy. You stay clear of it. But uh, COVID has slowed down the sharing of bulk barn at work. <laughs> Um, so we that, just shut a, part of bulk barn all down altogether. Oh no! The, my favorite bulk barn experience has been post COVID. What do you mean? Because the first time I went back, like you got your own personal attendant who shopped with you. Oh, and it I felt see. very. So they, do they scoop yeah. for you? Yeah, yeah, they scooped for you. It was amazing. I'm did like, you, well, why we ever go did, back? Did you tip them at the end? Oh, oh puffy. There, there is a zero percent chance I did, Ouch. and it was more just out of not even thinking about it. I give him a tootsie roll or something. Yeah, you gotta yeah, throw guess, him something there. I guess I could have won on the back nine. I probably could have slid them something. <laughs> but I mean, we in fairness to me, we were not. We were in a cashless society at that point. There was no uh, currency exchange, Good and point. I don't think there was a tip option on Interact. Good point. Hey, I was just thinking about this last night because I was talking to. For, my son and I were getting into a discussion about bartending and, and waitering. Uh, not that that's what you're going to say. Sounds like he's really uh, striving to be the best he can be. <laughs> Wait, he's not killing the little animals anymore. But a couple years it, at university, yeah. I think I'm going to be a bartender, Dad. Get more chicks. In the day when everything was cash, like yes. bartenders and waitresses would make a haul because they wouldn't have to declare anything they made off of sips, right? Yeah. Would, yeah. would you now say that I don't know what the percentage would be. Stoff's better at this stuff than I would, but maybe 90% of transactions are, you know, tips off a credit card or tips off the bank machine where you have to put yeah. in 18 or 20%, which somehow would be registered. I would guess that would have to be declared. You'd get some sort of printout of, of what you make. Maybe we have a waiter or a waitress or a bartender who watches the show and can tell me, but I'm guessing that doesn't go undeclared. It's in a system now. It's in the computers. Uh -oh. So so you do you think it's it's tougher it's tougher being a uh, a person yeah. like that that yeah you wouldn't get the you wouldn't be able so, to walk away with five hundred cash. So do you think anymore. they're getting like paychecks now in their tips, or or are they getting tipped out at the end of the well, night? Well, I, I think that was always happening because you used to always be able to tip with a credit card or whatever as well. But mostly people did cash, so I'm not sure how they adjusted to it. But so you're Jimmy, you're suggesting that the restaurant pays them out. This is almost part of their pay. So the restaurant's gonna declare it on their end. So now they have to declare it on yeah. something a lot. So I'm not sure that they get it on their yeah. paycheck. I'm sure it, it may still be distributed at the end of the night somehow, but yeah, I think there you have to report it somehow because it's documented. So that would suck. Unless it, now, what about a strip joint? Like, I, I'm not, uh, I don't frequent those establishments, but uh, is there like, if, if in the old champagne room days, does she bring like the machine in now or what? Again, viewer uh, feedback. Yeah, I have. Scott, Scott from Germany. Can you get back to us on that? 
some of those Germans. I, I think Scott from Germany is the guy behind the mask in Squid Game. <laughs> well, we haven't heard from him in a while. Scotty, no, Scotty emailed me this week actually about something. He wanted to. He asked me if uh, he said, "Hey, do you ever do those things?" Uh, you know, Joe Buck, I guess, is famous for taking a word and working it into a show. Some one yes. of his buddies. He wants me to do that, but I'm terrified of the words that Scott is going to give me <laughs> to work into the show. But I said I was game if he wanted to try it. So uh, maybe, maybe I'll much easier to fit in an episode of the Rubber Boots podcast brought to you by oh, BetSafe.net, would you not say? Uh, yes. I can do this one, Stoff, our friends from Finland. Uh, remember, I, I volunteered them to translate our show into Finnish, and they mm -hmm. said that they're, they're 100% game, oh, game on awesome. doing that. Yeah. So we're going to be in Finnish, available... By season eight stuff, we're going to be available in Finnish. Oh, yeah. for sure. Perfect. So, you can, Perfect. so you'll be able to watch the Rubber Boots podcast in English, mm -hmm. in Finnish, or in Finnish with subtitles, mm -hmm. or dubbed in Finnish, but dubbed <laughs> into English. Nice. That would be great if they translated to Finnish and then we redubbed it, but used different voices. So yes. like I was like Puffy's voice. That would be perfect. <laughs> I do not believe in astrology either, James. <laughs> hey, that's not how I sound. <laughs> that's the point. It wouldn't be how you sound. Oh. Idiot. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Was there anything more stuff? Or do you want to get to the new, our new segment? Oh, we can get to our new segment. It is called Bet Safe Breaking News. Da -na -na -na, da -na -na -na. That was my breaking news noise. Now, this so. this is very much breaking news. This is very suspenseful. Uh, at the beginning of this season, you know, we prior to launching into the our Rubber Squid podcast, we learned of Squid Game, and it kind of reminded of us of something that we had seen on this very podcast. An oh. idea that Puff, Puffy brought forth called Murder Island. Yes, where people go off to an island and they compete losers are killed off basically mm -hmm. so i was like oh man that's a tough break for puffy there but whatever mm -hmm. you know the idea of murder island still lives it's still out there maybe we can make this happen and so when i was tweeting out some of our social content i used the uh hashtag murder island mm -hmm. afterwards i went to the tweet and curiously just tweeted on it and i saw a bunch of people were tweeting about something called murder island and they were like, oh, on episode two, I think it's this and this. On episode three, I think it's this and this. So I thought to myself, is Murder Island a show already? Well, wouldn't you know it, it's a show in the UK on channel four called Murder, Murder Island. Island. However, this one has a different premise. Okay. It's, a, it's a writer from the murder mystery genre who sets up a fake murder in like a town or on an island. And there's like, I think eight or 12 groups of couples trying to solve the murder first one that solves it wins but oh so it's a reality oh, show like it's a reality show whatever. called murder island oh that's pretty good actually i thought i watched that show <laughs> so, i actually thought you were telling me squid game wants to give me some of their money from netflix because they stole my idea i, I don't know if you guys saw this but there's an article out there the guy who created the squid game franchise he says he has not received like any bonus money from netflix or anything it was just what the original contract was so he made them all these millions of dollars and yeah, I mean, nothing he's, for it. he said he's taken care of you know he's well compensated or whatnot it's yeah. just uh, well you gotta have how contracts. big the hit was yeah you got to, you got to pay in the end. You got to have in your contract. Like when we did uh, the rubber boots pod, when I signed my deal with Bell media, mm -hmm. like I didn't know that it was going to result in 
whatever, 15,000, 15 million more subscribers to uh, uh, the Bell app. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to get our piece of that. Yeah. We got we to gotta get our piece of that. That's just said I'll be having another chat with Mirko this week. <laughs> How did the last one go? We're really good. We're really good. Uh, let's get to listener mailbag. Rubber Boots Podcast. Listener mail. Listener mail. Thank you for listening. Oh, there's a theme. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> Snake Bites Pete, uh, he sent us that great SCTV skit uh, about uh, Battle of the Network Stars, uh, which was. Uh, w- can you tweet out the link on the Rubber Boots account? Yeah, and Snake Bites Pete. Sure. Some of our younger listeners there. might not get it because it's Howard Cosell and, and Dick Cavett. Yeah, but when they get it. when they get it when they actually get into the sporting what was the event again what is it it's a boxing match between Julia Childs Julia Childs fighting Fight uh, a boxing match it's Battle of the Network Stars right and Howard yeah, sells the play by play and it's Julia no this is a, it's a parody it's, it's an SCTV parody it's SCTV yeah <laughs> it's it's Julia Childs uh, who's John Candy is Julia Childs fighting. Martin Short as uh, I can't remember now, but it's so good. It's just so good. Uh, anyway, check that out. We'll uh, we'll tweet on our account. Thank you, Snake Bites so Pete, for that. What one else? thing I was thinking for that we could do is you know how they have those boards, like depending on when you were born, like your the month uh, the, will correspond with this. Like if you're looking for a porn star name or some st- stupid right. Stuff. Yeah, right. So I thought we could do one for network stars. If you were in network stars, who would you face off against, and in what comp and in what competition? So basically what we'll do is we'll put together a board that takes a month. So let's say February and that will correspond to boxing, water polo or whatever. And then the date that you were born on, that will be the celebrity you'd go up against. And then our listeners can tweet in and tell us who they'd be going against in what competition and if they like their chances. Right. But Lester can't fight an Aquarius. (laughs) (laughs) You might want to. Yeah, it would be a bloodbath. So you're gonna you're gonna put that together because that just sounds like yes. way too much work. Yeah, off your yeah that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> and we'll recap next week. So you have twelve different games and thirty-one and 12... different celebrities. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. All right. That sounds like fun. We'll do that. Uh, what else you got from the listener mailbag? You got anything else? Uh, yeah. I, ran, I, a... I, I ran out of your. Uh, I, ran, I lost track of your sheet. You ran out of paper for my notes. You're missive. I lost. Uh, I we do have a. <laughs> We do have a brand new segment we can launch in here, actually, oh, as whoa. part of two, yeah. two new segments two in one show. This oh, is what happens. I got, two, I got excited. Fell over. <laughs> right there, buddy. This car <laughs> Got excited there. Two segments. Two All new right. segments. Betsy oh, nice. Rubber boots, Rubber boots. reacts. Yeah, yeah. We are reacting to Chris Beaudry, friend of the podcast, sends in a still from a award-winning source commercial, which shows Jimmy playing video games. And so I was just acting. wondering, Jimmy, since you're such a e-gamer now, what game were you playing in the commercial? <laughs> e. <laughs> well, you know, look, uh, we're, it was a it was a car racing game. Oh, nice! But I, I'm not Mario familiar. Kart. I'm not a hundred percent familiar with the names of the games. I'd have to ask Gracie because uh, she loaded the Xbox up. But it was not Mario Kart. It was like uh, like Dune Dune buggies or something like that. Oh, nice! Doom, 
dune buggy racer i think it was called that's probably not what it's called <laughs> would you want to go over that commercial well, we'll wait till next week when lester's on the show where you guys yes. can do a full critique of my yeah. acting skills on the source commercial and what, then what, we can play the source commercial we'll give people what, another week to see it because they it, it runs basically every commercial break on tsn yeah <laughs> i think it's funny it's worth i was just wondering if you guys had to play if you guys were e-gamers you had to play a game to make a living any game from history that you've ever video game you've ever played, what would you choose? Frogger. I think you have a best shot at Frogger. Frogger. Su- the, uh, Frogger. Super Mario Brothers. Which Frogger. one? The first one. First one. Okay. What about Electronic I- Quarterback? That one? Can I go that far back? Yeah, electronic yeah. Quarterback. Well, whatever. The way. golf ones too. Any golf game. Oh yeah, the early golf games, like the early ones yeah. that were on just on like a computer, like an IBM one. Yeah, just yeah. power and called where you had you had to hold the one key down to take your backswing and then release it at the impact. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, I would shoot sixty ones regularly. I would have been, I would have won the FedEx Cup. If that was real golf. Well, there's your answer. Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, what else you got going on here? Uh, people complain about the short podcast. I don't think that will happen this week. Uh, Greg Lockhart. <laughs> Greg Lockhart. Are we still, are we still in Rubber Boots React? Are we still in Rubber Boots React? Yeah, we're reacting to the reactions of the reaction. Oh. <laughs> Trying oh, to keep okay. up. Greg Lockhart said, is this almost over? I told my family it's always over an hour. What am I going to do for the rest of the hour? So <laughs> poor Greg had to go and face his family 30 minutes early last week. That wasn't good. Yeah, we were we uh, listen again. We're a little short last week. Yeah, it's just nothing happened in our world. Some some weeks nothing happens in our world. So you know, I don't want to. You know, actually, almost every week nothing happens in the world. Sometimes (laughs) we just talk more about it. Um, so we we did have uh, two other things that Jimmy you promised, but I don't know if you prepared them. So we can cut it here. Or we can go. I no no wait. I do. I prepared songs. Double entendre songs. Rubber Boots Reacts, episode one. I was ready for it. <laughs> Everything so, Rubber Boots um, Reacts now. <laughs> Brought to I you did by Betsy by Research. And this is the first episode where I've had a laptop with me. I've had to borrow Brooksy's laptop for this episode. Uh, okay, so I did some research on a, a tool called Google. And uh, uh, these are songs with double on entendres or, or songs that maybe you, you've, you thought the meeting was one thing. And uh-huh. it was really another thing, which is where we're, we were getting at, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, um, the Google Dolls slide. Yeah. Let it slide. Isn't that that song? Yeah, Can yeah. I do anything you ever need to be complete. That is about an unplanned pregnancy. I bet you didn't know that. Oh, really? Mm. Unplanned pregnancy. How about this? Semi-char- Third Eye Blind, Semi-Charm Life. Yep. I want something else to get me through this semi-charm kind of life. Very happy, happy song. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drug, yeah, addiction. drug addiction, got to be. But it's about drug addiction. Yes, you're right. right. Okay. So I guess I didn't surprise you with that one, did I? <laughs> well, Damn. you said it was a, a hidden meaning, so I just went the opposite yeah. way. <laughs> Puffy, wasn't that the, the night out in Chicago where you didn't know there was a band? Uh, they played that song? Or that drug addiction. Yeah, semi charm kind of life. <laughs> semi charm kind of life. Uh, probably. That was, I mean, that was you, right? That was that was you. Yeah, right? it was me. Yeah, it, yeah. But that was uh, that was just alcohol. Did we ever talk about that night stuff on the podcast? 
Um, I don't know. I don't think we so. had a night out in Chicago and it was Puffy and I, and I believe the McKenzie brothers, uh, sports yeah. Sean McKenzie and, uh, the GM oh. of the kitchen of Rangers. What's going on? Uh, Mike McKenzie. <laughs> and we were at a- okay, Puffy, there's someone coming up to the and, other side. Oh. And, oh, that's my neighbor. Oh, okay. Oh no, that's the mailman. Um, no, and, and my and my buddy uh, Brandomir. And your band Brandomir and uh, Puffy consumed a lot of alcohol. We were at a bar uh, with a live band, a very good live band, uh, and we were right up at the front, like at the front with the bands, and we danced for like two hours straight. And yeah. I remember they played Semi Charm Kind of Life. That's what I remember most from that band. And Puffy said the next day, "Well, that was a really good DJ." And said Puffy, "That was a band." <laughs> he said, "What?" It was a band? Like, Puffy, we were right in front of the stage for yeah. two hours. I think I might have been on the stage at some point. Yeah. I, uh, I think I pissed off every single person in that bar at one point. All right. Here's a big one. Uh, this one I have trouble believing. I think Stoff and the skeptical side will call uh, bullshit on this. Mm. Semisonic's closing time. It's about the bar closing. Time. One last call for alcohol. Yeah, yeah, so that, that, one hundred percent. That is, the bar is closing. You leave. Uh, so, Semisonic's lead singer Dan Wilson revealed the song is actually about the birth of his daughter. No, no, <laughs> it's not. He's lying. Oh, That's what he so said. he's saying like uh, his life. It's a new start. He's not gonna like drink after. I this think so. I know the stupidest thing. I, I think that's home. one of those oh, like the song became like a baby home. I take me home, take me home. Maybe he's talking to his daughter. Take her home from the hospital. Take no, me home. He's talking about who he I'll wants tell to you, go home with after a night. I'll before. tell you what it is. They wrote a song. It became a hit, and then years later, he figured I'm gonna become famous again by saying that this is about something completely. Yeah, different. that's it's the most basic song. Also confirmed here what I reported in, I don't know, season three of the podcast. This is an actual quote. Uh, Brian Adams, Brian Adams interviewed by the CBS early show in 2008 said a lot of people think summer 69 is about the year, but it's about making love in the summertime. It's using 69, the position as a sexual reference. Boom. Everyone knew that. Wow. I didn't. He didn't know it. And remember when I said that on the episode, I I made fun of a whole bunch of people came forward and said uh, and said things. Okay, um, there's a few more. Mbop apparently is about something besides Mbop. It's what's it? Oh no, they were little kids. All right, so Zach Hansen from Hansen said Mbop represents a frame of time. It's an Mbop. And then the moment is gone. Oh, okay. Well, that's what we. Well, wouldn't that. that be just single? Like what's, the other, what's the other meaning of that? Yeah. Well, I just saying that Zach Hansen <laughs> said in an interview with Enter- Entertainment Weekly, it's the most understood song of all time. Ninety-nine percent of the people don't understand what we were really singing about. I don't think they were singing about anything. Okay, no, people just thought it was a catchy little jingle. Anyway, that was uh, one article that I got from one Google search. So maybe I'll do. Uh, <laughs> it also sent me a link to the 21 of the funniest misheard lyrics of all time. Oh, nice. Should I save that till next week? I would like that. Could be teaser. breaking news. That could be breaking news. That could be rubber boots. Reacts. Is Hold Me Close Young Tony Danza going to be on there? Uh, I believe Hold Me Close Young Tony Danza was one of the ones here. I'll give one other one here. Uh, 
There was one from a, a Taylor Swift song that's uh, it's not yet. Is uh, Brown Eyed yeah. Girl, does it start off Hey Roderigo? <laughs> hey Roderigo. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Hey Where Do We Go. Uh, uh, Taylor, hey Taylor, <laughs> Taylor Swift's Blank Space. Uh, this is, a, I guess, one. Um, uh, her line, uh, got a long list of ex-lovers. A lot of people think it's other lonely Starbucks lovers. Yeah, it is. There you go. It's not that. It's, yeah. it's got a long list mm. of ex-lovers. You're, you're, you're saying the same it's thing. I can't placement. even tell you saying They different. paid her for that. Do you remember the Frank Starbucks in there? Uh, Frankie Valley uh, and uh, Four oh, Seasons. Uh, no. Uh, My eyes go. Remember that song? No. When I was a kid, I, I only thought know that what. Was, I thought that was my sweet Georgia. Anyway, uh, I'm going to find some more. I'm going to find some better ones. Better uh, ones. I, I just found a double week. entendre, but I can't. It's way too lewd. Why? Uh, no, no, no. It's, well, it's what's too lewd for us? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't think it's possible. Honey yeah. by Maria Carey is about swallowing <laughs> and in parentheses, and I love it. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that changes that song. That's straight off that, of Reddit. So that's Reddit. For I'm going to be listening to that without pants on now. Well, here's another one. Apparently, uh, uh, Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer. Uh, people think it's, whoa, halfway there. Oh, yeah. Squidward on a chair from uh, <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants. No, uh, squid, no, no one squid thinks that. No one Squidward. Thinks that. That's what this says in this what article. It's on, oh, it's, on, it's on insider.com. <laughs> Is there like four R's after insider? <laughs> Apparently, uh, in Guns N' Roses Paradise City, uh, yeah, uh, some people, perhaps, perhaps from uh, Canadian province, thinks it's uh, instead of "Take me down to Paradise City" is actually "Take me down to Prairie Dog City." No one thinks yeah. that. People think that apparently. No one does. It's oh. in the. It's in Insider.com. <laughs> Maybe people could send us their favorites, and we will have it on Rubber Boots Reacts next week. Uh, and in right. three three weeks from now, we will feature the fifteen most perverted double meanings songs in Bollywood. So, Ooh. stay tuned for that. I like that. We'll, There's we'll a segment right there. Um, I was going to finish today by uh, talking about my man Buddha. I, I didn't really realize we spent so much time last week talking about uh, Taffy and how's Taffy mm-hmm. by the way this week. Tell me, Taffy's not good. Well. Not not good. She oh, stopped. No. E- she stopped eating oh. last two days. So. Uh. We're I'm making sorry, sorry. Jamaican chicken, probably. I mean, we're we're Tanya's still trying to hang on, right, but I'm right. like, if she That's... doesn't eat the next 24 hours, it's well. I tell you what, good. what I thought I would do is actually it's actually therapeutic for me to go through this, and I thought you know people don't want to listen to this, they don't have to. Uh, but uh, we lost Buddha last week. Uh, it came really quite suddenly. It's funny, you and I we did this podcast when we taped this podcast last Monday. Monday? Yeah. yeah. I, I, in the afternoon after taping the podcast, I was out throwing the, uh, the Susi, the soother around for Buddha. That's his favorite thing. He played fetch for with me in like two hours. Then Tuesday, he started to just go downhill incredibly rapidly. And I'd mentioned he was starting to go deaf. So now blind and deaf. And then he started to stumble around everywhere. And, uh, so we were worried about him and we were, we put him, he started sleeping in our closet since Gracie left. And I put up all this padding in the closet to make sure he wouldn't run into anything. And he woke me up about four in the morning the next day. And he was just cowering in the back of the closet, shaking. And it was just, it was a pathetic sight. It was really hard to see. So I rushed him to the emergency vet in our, uh, about 20 minutes from us. And they sort of kept him during the day. They didn't really know 
what to do, but they were going to monitor him. And my, they had conversations with my other vet and, uh, you know, from what they observed and they basically called me at the afternoon and said, we don't think there's anything we can do for him. It's clearly something, uh, like he's either got a brain tumor or, you know, something with cancer that's got a long way without being detected and uh, he's sort of losing his capacities. And so we made the decision that we were going to put him down that night at seven, seven o'clock. So Darian happened to be home. She was going to come with me. Brooksy didn't want to have anything to do with it. I was terrified, frankly, of doing it, but Mm -hmm. had to. Uh, And then they called me at four and said, you got to get over here right now because he's not going to make it. Uh, Which in some ways, as hard as I was to hear was somewhat reassuring Puffy. Cause I, I, I yeah. did hate the, hate the idea of making the decision on your own. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and, tough. Uh, now in your yeah. case, it's pretty clear, you know, Taffy's yeah. time is coming. Right. But uh, so I just want, I, I thought I'd take people through it really quickly. Uh, if you have to go through, if you've been through it before uh, the place we went to Darian and I came in, sat down, they gave us a room. Uh, they brought Buddha in. He was on oxygen by this point, so he's hooked up to a little IV. <laughs> Would have been so cute looking. Uh, he did. He had you know, his paw wrapped up with the IV coming out. They wrapped him in like two big towels, blankets, so he was nice and warm. And uh, he was semi-conscious, like looked at us for sure, but was having some trouble breathing. And we sat with him for... Oh, I don't know, an hour, maybe they said they were really good. They said, take as long as you want, basically. And then just tell us when you're ready. And we FaceTime the other kids, which, you know, I asked them, do you, do you want to see this? You don't have to see this. You know, if you want your memories of Buddha to be uh, something different, that's fine. But they all wanted to FaceTime with him. That was the hardest part because everybody was balling. I was yeah. balling. Darian was balling. You know, Jared, Gracie on the line, Brooksy. If that was like, I, yeah, that was very tough. Uh, and Darian didn't want to stay. So she left me at a certain point and uh, I spent a few minutes with him and, uh, and then finally the, the nurse came in and I said I was ready and they basically inject him to something that essentially puts him to sleep, real, real sleep. Like, uh, and then she asked me if I'm ready and they put in a, a, another thing that goes into his IV and it was over in like 15 seconds. She takes his heartbeat and and tells me he's gone. And then she leaves again and say, you can have as much time as you want. And that was the only awkward thing because I wanted, you know, five or 10 minutes just to be with to hold him again. But then after that, I, I, I was kind of ready to go. I didn't want, I remember when I was with my previous dog, Riga Morton started to set in quite fast and that was just uncomfortable for me. I didn't mm-hmm. want that. Mm-hmm. So I sat there, she said, I'll be back in five minutes. I said, I only need five minutes. Come back in five. She never came back. <laughs> so I sat there. <laughs> I sat there for half an hour. Like, oh God. Was, yeah, I was all cried out at this point. And I was just like, okay, I don't want to just put my dog down on the bench and leave. Uh so I ended up having to call the <laughs> I had to call the vet that I was in. And I'm like, get the front desk. I'm like, uh yeah, I'm in room six. Can you please come in? Because uh I've been just sitting here waiting too long with my dog. And uh uh the and then the other part is, and you'll probably go through this. I mean uh, this is not my regular vet I was at, and I won't say the name of the place. They were very good, but then they come in and try and sell you stuff, right? Uh, oh, they yeah. come and sell you a fancy, okay, do you want the fancy urn? Do you want the... Yeah. We wanted the ashes because I thought it would be cool to spread him in the backyard. He Buddha loved our backyard, and that's where he spent most yeah. of his time. But I wasn't going to get any fancy urn or anything like that. Uh, mm-hmm. I said, just give me a bag of his ashes, and that'll be fine. And the other thing, they, you know, there's a whole website of stuff they'll take like paw prints and make little things Mm. out of his paw prints 
But I said to myself, I would have rather done that when he was alive yeah. than some person. Like they send him to Guelph, apparently. There's a veterinary school in Guelph. I think that's where they do the, uh, the actual uh, cremating? Cre- cre- cremation and everything. Okay. And I didn't want, I didn't really like the idea of taking paw prints with my rigor mortis passed on dogs. So yeah, uh, we passed on all the cutesy stuff, Puffy, but just so you know, that's what you might be in for. Yeah, no, they, um, they talked to us about that. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, in a way like an extremely painful day and couple of nights and week, frankly, of him not being around and us getting used to that. But, uh, it, it is kind of beautiful in a way to be able to be there in the end, Puffy. So as painful as it's going to be for you, uh, yeah. I think that once you get through that day that uh, it, it was kind of nice, you know, it, it was kind of nice to be there and it felt like a really peaceful way for him to go. You know? Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah We're so, open the same for Taff. Yeah. It'll be hard for you though. I feel for you, buddy, because that's uh man, dogs are, uh dogs are an amazing part of the family and uh what's your name yeah. again My- milo My- what's yours miles, Stop? yeah miles how old is miles. miles he's 12 yeah so, here, so how's he doing is he pretty healthy he's he's pretty good like his uh his hearing's starting to go and his uh, mm-hmm. sight's starting like he doesn't see as far anymore but mm-hmm. it, that's been like for over a year now and the decline hasn't been that steep so he, right now he's still doing good physically he's in really good shape that's good. Uh, his back paws when he does the stairs, you can tell he's getting tired, but mm-hmm. he's still he's still doing well. He's you know he's a bit of a grumpy old man sometimes. He doesn't <laughs> like doing a whole lot, but you take him outside and he's he's almost like a puppy still adventuring. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's they, they hit a certain age too, like six or seven. They just start sleeping like twenty hours a day. They anyway. calm down. Yeah. Well, Brooksy said um, the one yeah. the one thing we noticed was uh, like we we didn't really realize how how much how active Buddha was because. He, I think I've, I talked about on social media. I'm sure I've talked about on the show. Like he was, he's obsessed with these soothers. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like we will play fetch with him. Like, I won't even notice it. I'll be lying on the couch and he'll just bring it to me for like three hours straight. And I don't even think, right. I just keep, I just keep chucking it because he was an expert. He would put it exactly where he knew you would like, he'd put it on your chest or he'd put it right in your hand. And I would just do it or Brooksy would do it for three hours a day. And we realize now, like even Hugo, who's active, like these Frenchies just sleep three quarters of the day. <laughs> it's so, it's so yeah. quiet in our house now. It's, it's, it's crazy, but uh, yeah, dogs are the best. Uh, anybody out there, we have a lot of young listeners or young families. If you're, if you're wa- wavering on getting a dog as much as painful as that day was, man, the, the positive, you know, that they bring you for whatever, whatever years you have them for, man, it's, it's so great. It's so great. What they, especially what I think kids, I think kids benefit so much from having oh, them. Um, my I guys mean, absolutely loved her. I yeah. love her. Well, they, but they just learn, they learn loyalty and kindness and just all sorts of things from a dog. So I'm a big dog yeah. guy. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I didn't mean to end the show on a sad note, but I needed to talk about my budsy boy. He was a good one. He was a good one. We miss you Buddha. Sure. Uh, so that's it for this week. Two great new segments, stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, can we get Lester to get themes for those, uh, you know? Fresh off the short ice. Short time. Fresh off the ice. Fresh and Because you haven't done tonight. Just start playing. Let's do a prediction right now on uh, uh, how Lester did in the game. Let's do our own little pool. That's our, okay. our first, first goal bar league contest. Let's go with uh, final score. Lester's okay. team versus uh, Team Aquarius. Okay. And uh, <laughs> a lot so of brawls need... on that one. <laughs> uh, should we do an over under? 
Do we do a, what did we do, Puffy? What lines? Over under would be, uh, be a men's league game. I'm going to say six and a half is the over under. This is the bet safe. This is the official bet safe line. Six and a half? Six and a half goals. Uh, in the do game. you think a men's league or is it pickup, do you think? Uh, pickup could be a lot more than six. Yeah, pickup, pickup the over under would be like 42. But men, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it's a men's league game. Okay, if he's so that serious about getting there. Over hundred six and a half. I'm gonna go over. Stuff. What if I think he's just on the rebounder right now? <laughs> <laughs> he made the whole hockey thing up. <laughs> Is that that's the under? I guess I'll take that's the, the under. That's You're under. taking the under. <laughs> and, what are you taking? Uh, I'm going over over six and a half. Okay, uh, let's do. Uh, just a straight win-loss. Lester, Lester team wins or loses. I'm going to go loss. I'm going to say loss as well. <laughs> so much confidence. <laughs> do, do query Scott in his head. I'm going to. I'm going to go with Lester. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, Lester, Lester play one goal, right? Lester play I think. Goalie, right? I think he's a defenseman. I think he's a defenseman. Okay, so let's go over under Lester points as one. Okay. Uh, go ahead, Puff. I'm going to say under. I'm going to say he's going to give himself credit for a second assist, no matter what happens. So I'm going to go over. Oh, wait a second. No, it's going to be 0.5 then. The over under yeah, is 0.5. 0.5. So I'm yeah. going to take over. Yeah, it could be three on three, so I'm going to take the over too. All right. So we'll uh, keep track of that and uh, see who wins our first uh, unofficial goal bar league. Uh, when are we bringing that back? December? December so, maybe? Or January? Well, we we got to finish Squid first, and then oh, whatever squid. shows after that. Then we're going to have uh, Rubbermaid. Rubbermaid, Rubber Maid, yes. That was the next one. And you guys watch oh, Clickbait? Clickbait? What is Clickbait? Is that the one with uh, Adrian Grenier from... Uh, from I'm, I'm not good uh, with hackers. I don't know. No, but the guy from... From Honorage. Uh, Honorage. I honestly never really watched Honorage. So. What? Yeah, no, I'm like wow, re-watching it right now. Plot twist. Uh, I'll read that. I have not, but uh, it got like, it got like questionable. I saw reviews on Netflix because it looked enticing to me, but I wasn't sure. He disappears or something, right? Or yeah, something he, disappears. he disappears. Basically, it's a loving husband and he appears in a viral video where he's holding signs that say, I abuse women, All I right. killed a woman, so, and that he'll okay. die when it reaches 5 million. And there's a chase on to, you know, try to find him. All right. Uh, well, I'll, I'll say this. I actually, it, yeah, I will tell you. Worthy? Yeah, because now I'm on, I think it's a limited series as well, so there's nine episodes. I'm on episode seven, and it just took a huge plot twist, and it's, like, everything in terms of the plot still kind of holds, so I'm really interested to see where it's going. Um, yeah, it's, you know, the acting, the acting's all right. It's not bad. It's not great, uh, but in general, I don't know. The plot is pretty good. It's pretty enticing. Only nine episodes. I suggest watching it for sure. Is it South Korean and dubbed? In English? No. Because that's the only shows no, we I'm watch. Missing, I know. I'm missing <laughs> that's it. That's all we do. I, I miss that in every show. I want I want to hear something <laughs> and then read something else. Uh, all right. So uh, thanks for watching here on the Rubber Boots Pod. We'll be with you again uh, next week for episode three of Rubber Squid. And episode four of season seven. Yep. Of the Rubber Boots podcast, and it's season seven. Seven is also a limited edition series, right? Yeah, we're gonna sell it yeah, as an NFT. Seven. The whole this world. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Let's yeah. hope Lester won. Go get him, Lester. Go get him, other guys. You suck, Aquarius. <laughs>
Uh, okay, so we got to get going for Lester because we only got okay, 10, yeah. 20 I minutes. Got, like, honestly, I got five minutes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> How are you? I got a question that I really want to ask you. Refrain from saying things like "How much time's left? Uh, when are we done this?" Uh, I don't, okay. I don't <laughs> particularly think our listeners really want to listen to our podcast if we can. Yeah, no, 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 no. Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? tonight, tonight, tonight.